Hello and welcome to another episode of the WCHC Sports Podcast. My name is Patrick Grudberg. The New York Giants just won their sixth game of the season over the Jaguars. I am hyped. I'm joined by my brother, Brendan. What's up, dude? What's up? You hyped after after this win? A little, a little scarier than the past couple ones. Yeah, I was definitely relieved. Um, but, you know, I, w- I wasn't as joyed. You know, I kind of came into this one thinking it was going to be rougher than previous weeks, but I'm glad they squeaked it out. Yep. Yeah. So Giants win 23 to 17. Um, I'll, I'll jump right into kind of how the game went. Giants drove down on their first drive and scored a touchdown right away. Looked really nice. Something they haven't done really all season. They came out flying. And then the broadcast said, I'm sorry. The broadcast said that was the first time they did that in 14 games. So, yeah, I believe it. Then the Jaguars, yeah, Jaguars went right back down the field, made it seven. I was about to say 7-7, seven, seven, but they made it 7-8. Uh, yeah. After a penalty that moved them to the one-yard line, they decided to go for two. They got it. Then uh, they, the Jags kicked another field goal to make it 11-7. Giants got their own field goal, 11-10. to um, Jags were driving in the uh, late first quarter, if you remember. At the end of that first quarter, it looked like they were going to go up uh, – would that be eight? Yeah, go, go up eight points in the red zone, uh, but then Jags fumbled, recovered by Julian Love in the end zone. That has to be one of the uh, turning points in this game, one of the biggest biggest plays that um, sure. probably saved the Giants' chances of winning. Yeah, I mean, Travis Etienne, he was a monster all day for the Jaguars. And um, that one play, you know, looked like he was going to carry them to another touchdown drive, but Xavier McKinney, the young safety out of Alabama, making the play, forced fumble, and Giants recover, and really just changed the outcome of this game. Yep, yeah, because the Giants eventually went down, kicked another field goal to make it 13-11, and uh, um, Jags went down a little bit later in the second quarter to make it 17-13, to uh, and uh, on that touchdown, they missed the extra point, uh, which would have made it 18-13. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then, then a bunch more uh, punts, trading, trading downs um, until the fourth quarter. And that's when these New York Giants have stepped up this year. They, uh, the Giants uh, went down a long, long 10 play drive that took almost six minutes, capped off with a Daniel Jones uh, QB sneak at the one to seal the victory, pretty much. Um, Jack's punted with about five minutes left. Giants took it back down, got a field goal, some some insurance points. And then the last drive, which I think, Brendan, you can agree, we can dedicate probably a couple more minutes to than, than the other drives of this game. Yeah, it was just complete madness and so much going on. Penalties calling things back. I don't even – I can't even recall. It, it was just insane. That's all yeah. I remember. My, my mind was running a million miles a minute. The Giants had the Jags at third and long multiple times. Had to be two or three times. Uh, they they even forced a fumble at some point, I believe, but it was negated by a, a flag. Uh, it, it was kind of an ugly game in terms of penalties, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Jaguars had, you put it here, what, 
13 penalties. I mean, that, that's just a lot of plays bailed out for the Giants. We'll probably get into later, but like, you know, the interception um, by the interception by the Jaguars, not the one that, by the Giants that was also called back. Um, I forget what else. I think there was like a pass interference, maybe. Oh, in the end zone, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of plays that just the Jaguars almost giving the Giants, like a lot of false starts and offsides. Yeah. Oh, an ad just went off on my computer. Sorry about that. Jeez, get it together. This is supposed to be a professional, professional setup. Yeah, but but Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence had that huge bomb down the field. So I think it was Zay Jones on that last drive that and then a plus some penalty yards. They got to the 20-ish yard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh my gosh, I was sweating. I was really sweating. That last play. Oh god. Yeah, I mean that was I feel that was like, like Super Bowl in like 2000 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Rams Titans. Titans. Um yeah. Uh, Dyson, I forget his first name, but he, yeah, he, the guy he reached towards the to goal line wasn't short. As extreme, but it was still right on the goal line. That yeah. was a win win for me because I have Christian Kirk on one of my fantasy teams, which I think is probably sacrilegious to start him against your favorite team, but I was pleased that he got, you know, extra three points and the Giants still got the win. So to make you feel better, I also started him in one of my leagues. And uh yeah, I, I I don't care if he if he did not get those six six fantasy points as long as the Giants won. Uh mm-hmm. but gosh, I, I I was texting my family group chat, man. I do not miss that feeling of just helplessness watching those those games in the past where it's like you you know they're gonna screw up, you know they're gonna screw up. And yeah. oh they, they somehow they somehow won. They somehow won. Um, the New York Giants are six and one, Brendan. I, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Mm, it's it doesn't feel telling, right. It doesn't feel right. You say it every week. Yeah, I was telling Dad like on when we were watching the game on like the, the little scoreboard on the screen. It's like five and one. I'm like that just doesn't look right. Like that doesn't look like proper, but it's right. No, yeah, it, it feels Definitely. wrong. Like something inherently wrong. I feel I feel like like it like hurts my it's like oh it's like not it should be satisfying and like aesthetically pleasing, but it's like oh it's it's usually one in five or something. It's it's yeah, no, they never start off the year good. It's always if anything, it's start off bad and then claw their way back to fall short at the end. That's usually yeah, like a decent season. 2020 year they had that win streak uh, yeah also a little further back 2013 or they started like oh and six or something they ended up like seven nine yeah yeah that's usually been the trend and this year i don't know I, i'm really speechless i was talking to you know uh pierce and mateo my friends yeah. uh, at holy cross unfortunately neither of them could uh Hop on the podcast today. It's, it's the peak of midterm season in college, Brendan, as you'll soon find out in a couple of years. So they're grinding away on some papers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they, they were just as incredulous as we are. I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know how to feel because I, I guess I'll jump into my first point that I want to bring up. This team, as much as I want to compare them to other Giants teams, uh, the Giants remind me of last year's Titans team, if you remember, 
So the, the, for reference, the Titans last year, they were 12 and five, the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, a lot of people might think the chiefs were, but it was actually the Titans. They like this giants team. They eked out victories uh, almost every week. They won in close games. Um, kind of those things that usually regress back to the mean eventually. It's like, okay, eventually they're going to lose some of those close games. Um, think of like, I mean, you don't really follow college basketball, but Providence last year, they had like the highest luck rating. Yeah, I remember, those yeah. Games. They were really lucky. Yeah, yeah. And and somehow they finished 12 and 5. Uh, they, they had a plus uh, 3.4 scoring margin per game. Uh, despite being the one seed in the AFC, that was 10th in the league. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just remember watching Red Zone last year. Every game, it was like, oh, the the Titans are, are keeping it. The Jaguars are keeping it close on the Titans. Let's let's tune in to, you know, Scott Hansen. I'm gonna go to the the Jags game where, where it's, it's it's twenty to seventeen Titans with a minute left. The Jags are driving down. You're like, what the what the heck? But you'd look up and the Titans were twelve and five, and, and it didn't end well for them as they got upset by the Bengals. But I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, it's not um, – I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like, people like to look at the stats and just like, oh, they're losing – they're winning by close amounts. Like, you know, it's lucky, whatever. But, like, I think it's deeper than that. Um, even if, like, the analytics show that, you know, close margins of victory are not sustainable. Um, I, I was thinking about it earlier. Like, I think Dad mentioned it one time. Like, they think, like, you know – all these close wins aren't sustainable. Maybe that's why the Jaguars were favored. Um, but, like, I'm not going to complain about that when they're winning, right? Like, I'll maybe no, no. bring that up if they're losing close games. But, like, I'm not going to take away from the team, you know, winning close games because even if it is true, I'm just not going to – I just really don't care if they're 6-1, and one, they're 6-1. and one. So, I'll take it. Exactly. The Giants uh... – I'm sure anybody who's listening who's a college student, um, you, you have that one friend who has the paper due the next morning and they don't start until like 10 p.m. the night before. And usually when like I have friends like that, I'm freaking out for them. I have like secondhand secondhand anxiety. Like, oh my, how are you gonna how are you gonna finish it? And they somehow always turn it in and they usually do fine because you know, believe it or not, students at Holy Cross are pretty smart. And uh, even though they're procrastinators, sometimes they, they figure it out. And that's what this Giants team reminds me of. They're like, this game, they got up to a fast start, but in past games, it's like a slow start. And they eventually turn it on and they somehow figure it out. It just, it continues to defy any logic or reasoning. But I don't know. I, I feel like guilty for being dissatisfied because it's been so bad for so many years. And it's, I don't know. Like, we should be so happy about this. I mean, I'm by yourself, but I am, I'm just trying to enjoy it as much as possible. Like, it's each win after every week, you know, it, it becomes less and less, like, significant because I'm just getting used to them, like, winning these games. But, like, I'm just still going to prepare myself for the worst, as bad as that sounds, um, because it's what I've grown used to, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if they prove it wrong, um, as they have continued to do, I'm still just going to be prepared and enjoy what does happen. Let's talk about some stats, uh, just of note. Right. Jones, 107 yards on the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. We still haven't gotten to 
so Saquon also had plus 100 yards. He had 110. Uh, yeah. Slow start, but he turned it on the fourth quarter. Um, 110 yards on 24 carries. We were trying to figure it out amongst uh, us and like our family members who have our little Giants group chat. I can't remember. I don't think I can ever remember a Giants game where there was two 100-plus rushers. Yeah, I can't either. Um, yeah, I, I was looking back at least since 2013. Um, there's only like maybe 15 or 15 to 18 games with 100 yard rushers, and none of them had two of them in the same game. Yeah, I, I was looking back. So a lot of them obviously have been Saquon the past four or five years, but like, you know, remember Orleans Darkwa? Yeah. Yeah, he had a couple. Then uh, Wayne Ballman had one 2020 against the Seahawks. I yeah, that. Oh, that was an awesome like a game. 60 yard rush or something. Yeah, that was Rusty. like solid. He was solid that year. Saquon out the year. He was good. Cole McCoy, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome I miss that team. Side so, note, I've been doing, um, I don't have Madden 22 or 23. So I was in the mood for some Madden. So I re downloaded 21. And I'm doing a franchise with that 2020 team. And um, I think I have like 50 picks with Daniel Jones right now. Through like, oh my gosh. Through like 12, but we're like eight and five. So like, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I, I know <laughs> your style of Madden's usually like. I'm, yeah, it's like. You do like, like seven picks a game. Maybe like, maybe like 30 touchdowns to 40 picks. Like, yeah. That's really how I rock. As long but, as he wins. But, yeah, but, that, that whole team is coming back to me. Like like the uh, Levine Toyolo. Yeah, um, Alfred Morris. He, Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris. Yeah, he hasn't really touched the field for me. Uh, what, what? Wait, what's his name? Like Caden Smith? The yeah, tight end. Yeah, the tight end. 82, yeah. yeah, him. Um, Carter Coughlin. Is he still on the team? Yeah, yeah, he's still. One oh, of he is? Backers. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him being more prevalent that year. Just yeah. random players I remember. You see, um, Landon Collins is on the field today. Yeah, you you read my mind. I was just checking uh to see if he had any. He had one tackle. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, he was there on the last play of the game. Uh, he's he's a linebacker now, but I mean, you, you remember I, I loved him when he was on the team in his first in. I had that that long yeah. I think that got passed down to me, but. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's out of the rotation for a while now. It's probably too yeah. small. Probably my uh, was it probably freshman year of high school. It's probably like a youth XL. I don't know where my Odell jersey went. I like I have the Shepherd one, but like I I was still wearing that Odell jersey. You know, I got it in like like third grade. Hopefully, resigned so I can use it again. Yeah, it's a tight fit. I I haven't had a Giants jersey in, oof, it's got to be seven years because they they were so dismal. I was like, it's not even worth getting one because the players just gonna leave. So, but I I think I'm gonna get one at least for Christmas. I'm gonna ask for for someone. Who do you think I should get? Uh, I'd say the most like the easiest choice probably just be Saquon, but yeah. like. And like, I mean, he is a free agent after this year, I believe. I just don't see him leaving. Like, even if they pay him too much money for what he'll be, yeah, like, I, I pay him anything, blank check. It's like they can't, they can't get rid of him. He's had an incredible season. So, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, I, was thinking, I was thinking Victor Cruz, even though he's a past player. I mean, you remember you were little, but he was my all-time favorite giant. Yeah, no, I remember him. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure he was on the 2016 team. Like the one that made the playoffs, even though he was like much past his prime. Oh, alarm going off. Here we go. Um let's talk a bit about uh Daniel Jones splits um compared to last year. So yeah. pretty unimpressive stat line when you look at it this year uh 1200 yards passing six touchdowns two interceptions two fumbles uh not great really not great uh last year 1700 yards five touchdowns four picks five fumbles so first a lot more turnovers last year than this year but this year way less uh way less uh passing yards so mm-hmm. yeah, on paper you think okay. I mean, even with the even the turnovers, last year's stat line may be a bit more impressive with the passing yards, but I mean, I, I wouldn't say so. I really yeah. wouldn't, because you also have to factor in rushing. Like he's probably rushed for you know more yards than he did last year for this many games. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, three touchdowns in that end after the QB sneak today, the quarter yard. Yeah, let's see. Uh, how many re- he has? Um, I don't. I can't do that. After, after today, he has like around three hundred forty rushing yards, which already eclipses his twenty twenty one total. Um, and he has three touchdowns, which is already a career high. So, you. hey, that's why that's why we pay the big bucks because you're the math guy in the in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. um, you could probably attribute. Some of it to the fact that he has like literally zero receivers, so many drops, mm-hmm. so many drops. Like it was. Oh my god, Marcus Johnson today. Get him off! Get him off the that's field. The, that's the first time I've ever seen Daniel Jones get mad. Yeah, seriously. Catch the effing ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that was. It, it was really like. Um, right in the bread basket. Oh gosh, yeah. On that fourth down in the red zone, I think it was maybe third quarter. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, regardless of what the stats look like, man, DJ. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's obvious to anyone watching that he's had a he's doing better than last year. Like yeah. he's. Um, what were you gonna say? I'm oh, sorry. oh, I, I was gonna move on to the next thing, but I, I would also say, um, geez, what was I gonna say? Um, crap, I'll remember it. We'll move on. We'll move on. Rando okay. of the day. Rando of the day. I don't know if you have any other nominations. Chris Myrick. I think he's one of your favorites. <laughs> Chris Myrick. Oh, yeah. Two yeah. caps for 21 yards. Solid. Yes. Yeah, Solid. Um, I remember last year he had, like, I, I think he had a touchdown in one game. Like, it might have been against the Eagles that one game they won, but. Yeah, he stepped in. Daniel Bellinger, I'm sad to see him go down. He was having a great year. Yeah. But, like, the eye I, – I doubt the eye injury will really be – like, it, it might be bad now, but I, I doubt it'll be something that's, like, bad long-term. Um, but, you know, he's been a great pick thus far. Yeah. Evan yeah. Ingram, other tight end, you know, former tight end. He actually did pretty good today. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see what he could have done in this offense. You know, can't say I miss Evan Ingram too much. 
Fabian Moreau, I was just about to say him. Yeah, he was huge on that last drive. He made the tackle. He had that random pick that got called back for another terrible call. It pants the face, but yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah. He led the team in tackles today, nine total tackles, a deflection. I mean, he, he is a veteran, so he's not like a rookie rando. I don't know. I think, I think he uh, – They said he's in the league for six years, so. Yeah, uh, somewhat of a, uh, a veteran. I mean, he 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 might just like Richie James. Uh, he might be have to get moved up out of the rando status into a real guy. I'd say even more than Richie James. Yeah, he Richie James is going quiet, but yeah, I think I noticed Moreau like maybe last week or the week before that, and I you know I I, I knew him going into this game. Like I knew thirty seven Moreau. Oh yeah, you, you got to know. He's been him, Dory Jackson, Julian Love's kind of like a hybrid corner safety. Uh, Holmes, he's a corner, right? Yeah, Holmes, Darnay's, Darnay's been fine. Julian Love, I don't know. I don't know about you. I've been really impressed with him this year, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been – he had that one. Uh, Their one and only pick this season against the Ravens. Yeah, that's another – Me too. No, no, no turnovers. Like, like – on offense, they're not committing many turnovers, but they're not forcing many turnovers either. Like, usually teams that win, like, win the turnover margin and they, they win games because they force turnovers. I mean, they had one today, which was huge. But, like, I don't know. Like, it just – you can't say it any anymore, really. It's just there's so many things that – oh, on top of this, I didn't, did you realize the Giants are the fifth most penalized team in the league? Yeah, I saw you put that in the document. I was – I was kind of surprised by that, to be honest. Like, I really, I really haven't noticed like much stupid penalties this year. Today, I'd say there was some, but like, I haven't really noticed that as part of like this season. So yeah, yeah definitely interesting. You'd think Dable's a real disciplinarian, not disciplinarian like like Joe Judge would claim to be, but like he runs a tight ship and. Surprisingly, they do. They're pretty penalized, but they're not. They're not stupid penalties. I wouldn't say. Yeah, I think it's probably because you notice like the stupid, avoidable penalties, and I feel like this year probably just hasn't been that. So that's why you don't notice as much. Yeah, maybe maybe more penalties, but not as influential ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, the last thing uh, I want to bring up before we get out of here: injuries, man. Injuries. We you just you mentioned Bellinger went out with the eye injury, which you know he hopefully he's back. Jordan Renan, who's the the beat reporter, said he went to the hospital, but maybe it's like a scratched cornea or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was interesting. There was also uh, Wandell Robinson kind of got hurt earlier. Um, he came back, but like he wasn't as active as he was earlier. And then, oh, and Evan Neal and um, and the guard, right? Yeah, Ben Bridgeson. Yeah, they both went out in quick succession. Yeah, that was – I mean, the offensive line still held up, you know. Yeah, I remember exactly. the tackle that came in was like 79, the walker or something. I forget his name. Yeah, I don't remember. And then I don't know who the guard that came in was. Continue to defy logic, man. But uh, yeah. I'm happy. 
the New York Giants are six and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, Next week is it the Texans or the Seahawks? Seahawks away at the Seahawks. The uh, Geno Smith, former Giant, led Seahawks. He's the one that broke UI Manning's uh, starting streak of like yeah. games. In 2017, that was probably the worst Giants season, but they got Saquon out of it. Yeah, as of recording right now, it's 5.38 Eastern time. Seahawks Mm -hmm. are up 17-14 on the Chargers. The the Seahawks are going to be – they're going to be a real tough test. You know, on paper, a couple weeks ago we were looking ahead and we're like, oh, Seahawks probably win. But no, man, Geno Smith is playing really well, and the Seahawks are overperforming. Gino has been, although today I traded Patrick Mahomes in fantasy to because I picked up Gino Smith. I thought he'd be able to hold it down. So, of course, today he's not doing great. But this season he's played, like, legitimately a top ten quarterback. I'd argue top seven or five. He's been that good. And it's not even, like, fake stats. Like, he's made impressive plays. So, I'm interested to see how that works out. Yeah, he's he's uh, executing Pete Carroll's offense better than Russ did, really, at least in the, compared to past couple seasons of Russ's uh, Seahawks career. All right, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I just want to say for the games going ahead, you know, the rushing defense has been definitely questionable. Yes. Um, like last week, we saw Kenyon Drake, who like they picked up off like waivers like just go off for like nine carries 100 plus yards this week etn probably like 12 carries 100 plus so i'm interested to see how um with the seahawks you know they got kenneth walker i'm interested if they can hold it down or if they'll continue to struggle because that's one thing that they've really not done well um is defend their run this season so which is Funny because at the head of the season was the secondary that was questionable, but they've kind of been pretty good. And it's kind of the the front seven that hasn't really um I mean Dexter Lawrence has been great and they've had some injuries, but you know, they still need to it can't be given these running backs these performances. Yeah, and not really like amazing running backs too. ETN's fine. Mm-hmm. Kenny Drake. Yeah. Uh, Great. Great. Yeah, I mean, the, the Giants passing defense, I think, going into the game was seventh in the league. Rushing defense was 28th. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, it shows on the stats, but we'll see. We'll see next week. Hopefully, we can record another episode. I'll, I'll see. Um, it, it is Halloween weekend, which is a big thing in Ireland over here. So, I don't know if I'll have time to record, but uh, whenever we see you again, um, Thanks, you guys, for listening. If you made it this far, Brendan, thanks for coming on again, uh, taking time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that, I'll say goodbye. Uh, see you guys next time. Go Giants. Go Giants.